This episode may contain mature content. Listener discretion is advised. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Hey, we are the Lab Doctors. I'm Amanda. I'm Dorothy. And I'm Zhao Yong. We are biomedical researchers who realise we still have a lot to learn about science. So why not join us on this quest? Hey, welcome back to the podcast. On this week's Today We Discuss episode, we will be talking about urine and UTIs. What does that stand for? I guess you have to listen on to find out. If you're unfamiliar, Today We Discuss episodes are the ones where we did our research beforehand and discuss the interesting things that we have discovered. Yeah, so we just wanted to like, you know, talk about pee and I mean, for me, it's like, I drink very little water. So what does my pee say about me? And honestly, these are one of the outputs where we can kind of justify whether or not we are healthy, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like physiologically, right? Yeah. So let's dive into what's supposed to be in my pee. Before we go into what exactly is in our pee, I'll give a brief background on how our urine actually forms and what exactly does our kidney do. So firstly, you know, as food and all the other resources that we have to generate energy and, you know, repair, grow, so on Mm -hmm. and so forth. Of course, waste is generated, right? Yes. And this waste is carried within our blood and then it's carried, I mean, around our body to the kidneys and that is where uh, the blood gets filtered. Oh, okay. Yeah. So very brief because, you know, the actual process is very complicated and we can go into another episode about it if you're interested in kidney disease, but the blood gets filtered and it filters through this sieve-like mechanism. So yeah. it separates things out by size. So larger things such as blood cells and I guess other larger things, I can't really remember <laughs> what. Other proteins in your blood. Yeah, other proteins uh, like albumin, I think. Yep. Yeah, gets uh, retained in the blood, whereas smaller things like waste, like the waste that I was talking about, and also glucose, uh, all the different salts in our blood gets filtered out and then it gets selectively reabsorbed subsequently so uh, but the waste the waste stays in the blood I mean in the in the pee the waste yeah, <laughs> in, the, in the urine so our urine is an aqueous aqueous aqueous, aqueous solution <laughs> with more than 95% of its content being water and then the rest is divided in a few different things so firstly it's urea which is about uh, 9.3 grams per liter so this is an average amount that should be in pee but then depending on how much water you actually drink then uh, these concentrations will differ mm-hmm. but uh, yeah urea which is one of the wastes is at 9.3 grams per liter chloride which again is an electrolyte and a salt that is in our body we do selectively reabsorb it but uh, some of it obviously still gets leaked out. So chloride is one of the salts. Sodium is also another salt, and potassium is another salt. Um, and then there's another waste <laughs> called salts. Yeah, they're all they're all different types of salts. Uh, not like the literal salt. Yeah, not, <laughs> not literal salt. So the chemical kind of salt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there's creatinine. So creatinine is another waste that is also present in larger quantities with urea in urine. So these two things are the main waste. Mm. Um, yeah, so urea is generally just generated by the liver. It is less, much less toxic form of the waste that is actually generated, which is ammonia. So mm. ammonia is converted into urea and urea is what gives pee its classical pee sour... Smell. Smell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sour. Sour? sour? Is, it, is, it sour? is it sour? I don't know. Your peas. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's saying smell. He's not yeah, even talking. I, I don't know. Is what exactly? It? Just ammonia. Is it like the bleachy smell, right? Is it bleach? bleach? No. Bleach. It's like the pea smell. 
<laughs> yeah, you'll know it when you smell it. So, <laughs> smell. so um, yeah, so that's urea, creatinine. So if you realise some people, I think if they take protein powder, their pee would generally smell a bit worse. Yeah. And that's because of creatinine. And creatinine is a waste product from the breakdown of a muscle compound known as creatine. And yeah, so that's another type of waste that's in our pee. So oh. generally, urine is actually sterile until it reaches our urethra where apparently there's bacteria that colonizes that area. Yep. So if you ever heard of the people saying like, oh, pee is sterile, it's fine to pee on your leg when the jellyfish stings you or something. It's <laughs> not entirely sterile. You kind of stole my line. Oh, It's right below. I wanted to say that. But yeah, pee is not sterile. Yeah, we'll not come to that later. Sterile. And then the like, you can drink your own pee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can. You can. You're life threatening. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. if you have no it's, choice. But the premise I think is, oh, your pee is sterile. You yeah. Can. Yeah. So you can, yeah, no. Nah. It's not. <laughs> yeah, not really. Um, and it's typically should be yellow amber, but as in the color should be yellow, around yellowish. It shouldn't be too yellow because if it is reaching brown, then you are probably dehydrated. Oh, um, I, I don't know if you read this, but then uh-huh. it's apparently because of this pigment called Eurochrome. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, so what's that? So it's the pigment is Eurochrome, which gives it its yellow color, yeah. but it can be diluted out with water, Waffle, which is yeah. why when you drink more water, it's then it's clear. Yeah, because yeah, there's less of the Eurochrome pigment. Yeah. Is it related to urea? The no, Eurochrome? I don't think so. Oh. I don't know. Oh, I always thought it was due to urea, but that's interesting. Yeah. Um, Maybe it's a pigment... In Europe. Either way, um, yeah, so for pee that's healthy, it shouldn't smell too bad unless you, you know, eat other things. Sometimes if you eat asparagus, I don't know if you all realize I don't eat asparagus. <laughs> yeah, your pee will be yeah, like, like, uh, pata also. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know yeah. what is pata in English. But yeah. P-E-T-A-I. Patai? Yeah. <laughs> What's happening? But yeah, so certain types of foods, I think also beetroot would discolor your uh. urine. It'll make it a bit more reddish. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, so certain foods would change the colour. So do take note of your food intake as well and don't freak out when it's slightly different. Yeah. Lastly, it should be clear. If it's a bit cloudy, it's fine, but it should generally be clear. Yeah. So that is what healthy pea should be. Okay. A bit smelly, a bit yellowish and mostly clear. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's important to know these cause it's sign of health, right? Yeah. So then what should we look out for to know whether we're unhealthy? How does pea look or smell when it's unhealthy? Okay, so... I guess the easiest thing to look at is colour. So mm-hmm. as Chao Yong said, urine is generally yellowish to amber or clear. So what are the red flags for mm-hmm. pea colours? Red flags. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> oh my I worked very hard on it. <laughs> I'm so glad you laughed. <laughs> okay, so the first one is when urine is red or pink. So uh-huh. this may indicate that there is blood in your urine and this may be due to several conditions including an enlarged prostate or kidney stones. So if you are dehydrated, urine may turn orange. And this may be due to issues with your bile duct or liver. This causes bile to enter your bloodstream. Mm. And then it gives it the orange colour. Which is weird because bile orange. is green, right? Yeah. yeah. I have, have you seen orange pee before? Because I don't think I've seen I think seen when they say orange, orange I think it's... Fanta not, orange? I don't know if it's Fanta so orange. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more orangish yellow. I think that's what the when I was reading the article, like that's the colour that they choose. Like diluted tea? Maybe. <laughs> chrysanthemum, no, chrysanthemum's yellow. Yellowish, right? What's uh, orange tea? Uh, diluted Fanta orange? <laughs> Comment and let us know what tea is orange. <laughs> oh <my goodness. laughs> 
Okay, so similarly, dark brown urine also is indicative of dehydration, but it may also be due to liver disease. So less commonly, blue or green urine is sometimes observed in Pseudomonas aeruginosa bacterial infection. We blue? Yeah, blue or green. Oh, I was kidding when we were first discussing this. I was like, what if there's blue urine? Yeah. Blue urine. I, oh, I thought you read the, no, the same article I that I read. Yeah. So as Chow Yong said, before you freak out, a lot of these weird coloured urine may be due to the food or yeah. drinks that we have consumed. Consume. So, but if the urine does not go back to the typical colour after two or three days, then you should check it out. Okay. Yeah. So another thing, so urine usually has, has that characteristic urea smell, right? Yes. So smelly urine, other than that urea smell, may also be an indicator for health. So right. certain food and drinks like asparagus and coffee, which we talked about already, mm-hmm. can cause smelly urine. So, but that's not cause for concern. Yeah. But uh, health-wise, dehydration is the most common cause. And this is because there's less water in relation to the waste products being excreted. Yeah. So because there's more waste products, it becomes smellier. Oh. In yeah. High in concentration, I guess, for the same mm. volume. For the same volume. I guess yeah. if you drink more, it would dilute out. Would it be less smelly? Yeah, 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 that's why dehydration is like oh, the oh, right. most common. Yeah. yeah, that did not link in my mind. <laughs> Other causes for smelly urine are urinary tract infections due to the bacteria, mm-hmm. yeast infections, or sexually transmitted infections, and kidney stones. So apparently, the kidney stones can also collect bacteria. Oh, okay. So what exactly shouldn't be in your pee? Okay, so the most common thing detected in urinalysis that should not be there is proteins mm-hmm. because it's supposed to be reabsorbed right, right. by the yeah. kidneys. So this phenomenon is referred to as proteinuria and it's most commonly caused by a culprit that we have talked about repeatedly, dehydration. Yeah. So without enough fluid, the kidneys cannot properly reabsorb the protein, Oh. therefore causing it to end up in urine. Uh-huh. So proteinuria may be indicative of kidney dysfunction, which can be caused by conditions like high blood pressure, diabetes, and chronic kidney disease. So apparently in high blood pressure, the pressure is very high at the blood vessels near yeah, your right. kidney. Yeah. So that's what causes kidney dysfunction. So inflammation of the glomerulus, which is the network of blood vessels in the kidney responsible for filtering blood. Yeah can also cause protein to enter the urine. So typically, this inflammation is caused by the immune system attacking the kidney and is associated with HIV, Hep B and C and autoimmune diseases. So finally, the inflammatory effect of cancer may also alter kidney function and has also been cited as a cause for protein in urine. So besides protein, urine should also not contain glucose and ketones commonly observed. Right, right. In diabetic Diabetic. patients. So diabetes causes blood glucose or blood sugar Mm -hmm. to rise to abnormally high levels. And in type 1 diabetic patients, where the immune system attacks and destroys insulin-producing cells, the body may begin to burn fat for energy, which Mm -hmm. causes the body to produce ketones, which will be lost in In the urine. urine. Yeah. Yeah, so that's something that you can test to see whether you are diabetic. So is the saying true like that yeah. ends shouldn't come to my pee? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ends come to my pee yeah. means it's probably sweet. Okay, yeah. Definitely if there's more glucose in your pee, that's not good. But yeah. they're moving away from it as a diagnostic test. And yeah. if they want to test glucose, they would check. Blood sugar. Yeah, because oh. uh, the blood glucose levels are more accurate. Yeah. But diabetes, defin- is yeah. it? Okay. For yeah. diabetes, as in if you just want to check. So does the pee smell sweet? Yeah. Oh. But... <laughs> That's confusing. Yeah. So many smells. <laughs> That's why I was thinking it's what very hard to explain sweet? what's sm- yeah, sweet smelling. That's why I sweet, didn't talk about it. But smelly chrysanthemum. <laughs> is it like, it's not smelly. Is it like if you're eating your food in the canteen and then the, <laughs> the rubbish the truck drives oh. by? <laughs> it will be like, oh 
Oh, fruits nice. Oh, no, no, no. I think sweet is like the syrup smell. You know, when we sit near syrup. bubble tea shop. The bubble tea shop. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so finally, the last thing that I will talk about is HCG or human chorionic gonadotropin. Right. Mm. Yeah. So also known as the pregnancy hormone. Yes, so this yes. hormone is produced by the placenta once an embryo yeah. implants in the uterus. So standard levels vary widely between women, mm. but normally it is less than 10 milli international units per mil. So if you are not milli pregnant- yeah, so <laughs> yeah, that's the first time I hear all this unit. Oh my goodness, because cool. I always see M-I-U and yeah. then per mil. Yeah. And oh. then I was always wondering, oh, what's that I stand for? Apparently no. it's international. No, but that's what's interesting to me because, you know, if it's an international unit, you can just set the zeros back and then it can still, it doesn't have to have the milli. Yeah, then you can just say unit. Yeah. Units per mil. Yeah. So I, don't, oh, I don't know why they would yeah. need the milli. Oh, maybe it's in relation to other hormones. Yeah, maybe there's some other hormone that has oh. international units. And okay, now Okay. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so in pregnant women, HCG levels consistently rise from about three weeks uh, until about ten to twelve weeks. So yeah. that's when people usually take the pregnancy test when they've missed their first period, okay. and that's how the pregnancy test detects whether you are pregnant or not by yeah. checking the level of this hormone. Mm. And then after about ten to twelve weeks, then it will plateau or decrease. So that's another thing that shouldn't be in your pee if you're not pregnant. So <laughs> yeah, fun <laughs> fact. I mean, I guess, yeah, okay. Like if Tao Yong finds it in his pee. Apparently it's also present in small males? amounts in males. It's just a hormone. But yeah, it yeah, probably yeah. It won't be detected by the kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, it yeah, yeah. It shouldn't. So because it even in non-pregnant women, it's not. Detected. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yay. Okay, so the one thing I didn't talk about when we were talking about what unhealthy pee look like is cloudy urine. So yeah. that's because we were going to talk about UTIs or urinary tract infections. So what causes it? Yeah, we're going to talk about it because it's like more common, I think, for yeah. your urinary tract. So UTI stands for urinary tract infection. Basically, this is infection to any part of your urinary system. So if you go from a higher part of your body to lower part of your body, mm -hmm. it, it, it will include the kidneys, the ureters, which are the tubes connecting to the bladder from the kidney. Okay. Then your bladder and then your urethra. So this is what is exposed to the external air where you pee out yeah. from. Right. So infections occur to the bladder or urethra more often. So the lower part of your urinary tract. I guess because it's exposed. exposed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So this happens, you know, when bacteria from wherever sources yeah. outside enter the urinary tract and begin to multiply. And common infections include like uh, E. coli, you know, mm. the common bacteria that we always right. hear of. Yes. And yeah, again, like reiterating that pee is not sterile. So there's good bacteria in your urinary tract. And if you come to think of it, and uh, no, actually when I come to think of it, yeah. I did like the recent health screening, right? And I was like, oh, there's bacteria in my pee. And at that point of time, I didn't read this article, yeah. which says pee is not sterile. And, you know, I grew up watching TV. And yeah, yeah, pee yeah. Sterile. So then I realized, oh, there's actually a bit of bacteria and I was like, ah, oh, but it's within the good range. So mm. I guess, yeah, actually when you take your health test, there should be some bacteria inside. So what does it feel like if you have a UTI? Have you gotten UTI before? No. <laughs> oh. Oh. Why does that sound so not confident? But I was like, yeah, no, no. I've, I, I've gotten uh, yeast infection before, apparently, uh -huh. which is very common when you take antibiotics. So I actually right. haven't taken antibiotics in the longest time. So I didn't know this was possible. Then I was on a course of antibiotics yep. a month ago. 
Right. And then I was like, why is everything hurting? <laughs> Which I think Dorothy oh. is going to talk about. Yeah, so apparently, then I was thinking, why would I even get a yeast infection? And then I googled it and apparently it's very common to get a yeast infection after taking antibiotics. But it's still is it considered- it kills off like some good bacteria? Yeah, that's exactly it. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Which I'll go into later. So- what does it feel like? Basically, oh yeah, so I I had UTI once before. Mm. Basically, it's like there's for a large amount of people urge to pee, but actually when you go to the toilet, like there's not much to pee mm. out. So you, as a result, frequently pass small amounts of urine. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you may have strong smelling urine, and I think if it's more serious, you would get burning sensation when you pee. Mm. So that's uncomfortable. Yeah, and. The part about urine turning cloudy. Yeah. So like a little bit cloudy, maybe not too bad. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there's normally bacteria, but if there's a lot, if it's like quite cloudy, uh-huh. you should always look at your pee when you pee. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's cause, um, probably because the bacteria is like coming out all. And of course, like if it's more severe UTI, you uh-huh. might get signs of blood in the urine, pink, red, or cola colored. So when cola I read this article, color. it's spoiled cola for me. Cola <laughs> color. Which is what I meant to say, like brown colored. Yeah. 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 Which could be like, you know, the dried up blood or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Oxidized blood Oxidized probably. Blood. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And of course, if it's even more severe, you might get like pelvic pain. So these are like pain in the center of your pelvis and around the pubic bone. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Like what I say, in general, the higher up the infection I feel, the more severe the symptoms. So if you get yeah. infection, in fact, in your kidneys, you may feel nauseous, you may vomit, have high fever with chills and yeah. even back or side pains. You know, your kidneys are yeah, at the yeah. side yeah. and towards the back. So yeah. that's quite intense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if you feel like you might have UTI, just go get it treated soon before it you know spreads upwards. Right, yeah. Okay, causes. So we talked about Amanda and I experienced some of these things before. Do you know what's the cause for you? I don't know. It's just some bacteria. Oh, okay. (laughs) I I don't know. Because I was very curious whether people get it after taking a course of antibiotics. Oh, mine was not. I think it's just random, like, you know, (laughs) unhygienic. But I I heard that holding your pee might also Mm. cause it. I I don't know how true that is, though. It doesn't really make sense to me scientifically. It makes sense to me. Okay, I'll go into that later. So. Firstly, women get it more often okay. because oh. there is a shorter distance from the urethra to the bladder. Right. I mean, guys. <laughs> Wait, to the bladder? Or like, you know, just towards more inside where oh, right. there's As a in, higher chance of yes. infecting things uh, more inside. Tra- yeah. In okay. our population, it is true. Women get it more commonly than, than men. I mean, both of Yeah. Okay. And is the one that didn't get. Yeah. But, you know, usually when I hear of people having UTI, it's always the females. Mm. Yeah. Another thing is sexual activity. So okay. this can happen, I guess, cause bacteria is spreading everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sex. So infection of your urethra or your peeing tube can happen when the gastrointestinal bacteria spread from your anus to your urethra. And also the urethra is closer to the vagina in women. So sexually transmitted diseases can also cause infections in your urinary tract. Right. In fact, yes, this is where the part on holding your pee, I think. <laughs> you know, if you see a doctor for like UTI, they mm-hmm. ask you like, oh, are you sexually active? And then whatever your answer is. And then yep. if you say yes, they might recommend you to be like, oh, you should pee after you have sex. Oh. Yeah. Because that actually like helps to flush out bacteria the, if yeah. anything goes oh. in. So I guess holding your pee, mm-hmm. if you know it happened to like have a new infection somehow, yeah. you don't clear it fast enough, the bacteria will just multiply 
mm. so much more. Right. And yeah. I guess that goes with like dehydration and everything. You don't pee often, you might. Oh, right. Yeah. So you don't, oh, it's like you retain all the bacteria instead yeah. of regularly flushing it. Flushing it. Right. Mm. That makes sense. So I guess if you have UTI, so it would be good to drink more water mm. to like flush it out on top of antibiotics uh, that the doctors prescribe to you. But the yeah. antibiotics will cause yeast infection. <laughs> no, but I think at that point, it's already like the population of bad versus good oh, bacteria is already yeah, off. True. So if you take antibiotics, they might supplement it with the yeast medicine. I don't know what it's called. The good, the probiotic. I, I don't know oh. what yeast medicine they okay. use, Maybe I should have oh, eaten yeah, more yogurt. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> wow, we went to very different places. Okay, so totally are there any them. other causes for, like common causes for UTIs? Yeah, so those were the more common causes. The others are not that common, but I found it interesting. Uh-huh. And I didn't go into the more severe yeah. causes. But certain types of birth control can contribute to bacterial growth. So fi- just find something suitable. And I don't really know much about this. And I didn't really yeah. go, um, search much about it. But Always seek a doctor's yeah. consultation <laughs> for all these things. Yeah. And interestingly, menopause causes more chance of UTI. Oh. I mean... Because of hormone imbalance? Exactly. So estrogen, which is the female hormone, right? It helps um, good bacteria thrive. And these produce acid. So these good bacteria produce acid that lowers the pH of the vagina and keeps the bad bacteria in check. And it's quite interesting because... And so like if you go read up on how to control your UTI, they might suggest like... Um, when you're older, like what you should do. And I didn't go into too much details for this episode, yeah. but you know, you can always read up or we can always talk about it next time. Yeah. And of course, blockages in the urinary tract that Amanda has mentioned. Mm. So drink more water. Don't so that's your kidney, kidney stones. stones. Yeah. Yeah. Or the enlarged prostate. Actually, I don't really know what enlarged prostate does. I guess it blocks the tract, right? As in, it's a physical thing that pushes oh. and maybe reduces the diameter of the, the ureter or ureter. Ureter, right? The, yeah, the ureter. top part. The, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. all I have. <laughs> cool. So I think the bottom line is drink more water because dehydration seems to be the, the uh, yeah, root causes of all these of things. Of everything. Yeah. I mean, the less harmful or less dangerous yeah. is so usually I'll, dehydration. Yeah, I, I guess a good tip would be if you have issues with remembering to drink water, you can always set a reminder on your phone. I mean, if you are physically allowed to drink water because in labs we aren't, so it's a bit yeah. of a struggle. Yeah, but you can always set reminders. Yeah. We should buy a Google Home Google Home. And <laughs> Water time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So as usual, follow us on Spotify and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Giving us a like and a comment will really help us a lot. You can also follow us on our social medias, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Feel free to DM us any questions. Alternatively, you can email us at thelabdoctors at gmail.com. If you are interested, we actually have some helpful links in the description. And if you like the podcast, please share it with your friends and family. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. So I guess I can give a brief background on how uh, urine is formed and how uh, what's happening. Did I say it wrong? You, you said, said background. background. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying not to laugh. I was thinking if we needed to. Yeah, I was like, do you want to say it okay, again? Yeah. yeah. <laughs>